0: Coming to you live from Fitzgerald's, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I Know. You want
1: me to be that type of dude and I won't.
0: something a little bit different today. We usually open up with shots. Everybody knows that. It's why people show up. We're going to open up with a shot, but it's going to be a different kind of shot. Last time you and I were together, which seems like forever ago, we invented kind of a cocktail. It was called the Rum Hams. It was a shot of rum and some hams. Right? Yep. If you don't understand the reference, those listening, I'm not going to try to explain it to you, but it Just comes go from watch a television uh, program, uh, Ep- It's like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Season 8 of It's Always Sunny, And he even remembers the... Whatever, okay. I think,
1: anyways... Uh, I was under the impression that it would be a shot of rums and then you chase it with hams.
0: No. That is not what uh, we're we, doing. We have poured a shot of of absolute shitty real rum into a big pint of hams. That is our shot tonight. Cheers. Cheers, motherfucker. Mm, the rum hams. Getting rip shit on rum hams. Tastes like hams. <laughs> it kind of tastes like ham. Yeah, yeah. You can just you a get little,
1: little, just a little boozier. Just a little, al- a little rubbing
0: alcohol mixed in there. So, um. we normally allot like three minutes of time. It's hilarious. We actually have on our agenda. We have this segmented out by time. We usually allot like three minutes of catch-up banter. The entire world changed since the last time you and I sat together. So, let's let's talk about the first and most important thing. Was Luke Craig any good at this podcast?
1: And should he ever come back to do it again? He He was pretty good. Um, He definitely does not get as drunk as us while recording the podcast. That's fair. That's, I mean, good. I I think he brought his A game, I think... Uh, he was trying way too hard, He was He was trying very, very he, hard. He must not have listened to the podcast before. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He, he listened
0: to 551 and said, oh, like that, <laughs> I wanna, and it's, it's, it's like, not.
1: I want to be like those guys. No, you, no, you, know, you don't. I'm going to use this opportunity yeah.
0: to transition into the next bit of catch-up banter I'd like to do, which is a firm apology, not just to you, Mr. Zeller, but to all of our listeners. The last time we were together... Oh, God damn I, it. Please I, don't do this. I was real drunk. <laughs> I am so sorry for what happened there. <laughs> I was much drunker than I anticipated getting, and I believe our podcast suffered for it. Now, we usually have one I d- or two I drinks dis- here, but I disagree. You disagree that but I was I do, drunker. I,
1: well, no, not no. you were off, you were clearly wasted. Yes. Uh, I disagree that it, it hurt the podcast content, <laughs> per se. I do know that you came back to my apartment afterwards and hung out for like an hour so you could sober up for your drive back to Prior Lake. Wow. Well. So you were definitely drunk. I didn't think it hurt it. But again, that's me. I have a very low bar when it comes to basically my, my podcast hosts are not completely annihilated where they're slurring their words, super oh. consistently, which I've done on this podcast. I, I actually, was slurring, as yeah. a matter of fact, so, Like, like <laughs> consistently and not like not even like saying the right shit. You're probably okay You're just, in my book, but I didn't make up with any your, name. You're your, your mia culpa.
0: No, no, that was one of many things I have to apologize for. Let's space them <laughs> out over time. So, um, so, so that happened. Now. Luke obviously was filling in because I was in Charlotte. That's a real brief bit of news we can catch up on. Yeah, how was Charlotte? Honestly, Charlotte was colder than it was here in Minneapolis, which was bullshit. You know, if I have to travel for work and I have to, you know, a couple of weeks ago I went to Phoenix. That was great, nice and warm, dry. They got weird trees there. all fucked up. I went to Charlotte. Sucked. Cold, rainy, blue. Um, That said, the work was good. We got work done, um, and that enabled me to do my second bit of the whole world is shifting which is that I immediately got back from Charlotte and two days later we closed on our new home and I've been moving into that new house. Yeah, that's right. So How's
1: that, how's that going? Yeah, it's with, going? It's going how it with, goes. With the you know. kids and the wife and so the... Kids and the... Kids are, and the, the, the wife is not happy. The, 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 the mission... The, I mean, I'm trying to do a Bill Cosby You've never, you've never moved before. Yeah. yeah. No, I have moved. I've just not... The I've Jello not moved from one house to another house. I've moved from like an apartment to another apartment. Oh, there you go. So,
0: So closing went fine. I, the uh, the people that are buying our new house are, like, extremely lit- – our, our old house are, like, really re- litigious. I almost said religious. They're clearly not that. But, like, so, for instance, they w- did a final inspection. They're like, you guys took the drapes. We wanted those drapes. I'm like, what? The, who the fuck? Those are our drapes. And they got, like, upset about it. And so we had to go out and buy some shitty drapes. I wanted to buy these, like, pink polka dot drapes just to piss them off because I was so ma- – it was, like, the day before we're moving – anyways they didn't even notice that on that very same window there wasn't a screen so that's what happens when you hire an interior decorator as your uh, real estate agent but so yeah that was bullshit but i guess we're uh we're in the new house it's cool we can record next week at uh, mcgillicuddy's and you can check it out awesome yeah i can't wait but you did more important things so i moved then and that was busy right yeah i you're not even gonna believe this i actually watched the Minnesota United game live as it happened. Holy shit! This so, week, so despite did I. moving, you watched it in a very different state of uh,
1: I, vividness. Yeah, you should tell us about that. Uh, well, I went to uh, I went to Denver, uh, and uh, hung out yep. with uh, some Dark Clouds and some other friends who are not Dark Clouds. Some darker um, than others. Some, no, all of them very very white. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Most of my friends are very, very white. Um, not it's, this podcast not, just got woke. <laughs> not because I want them to be, but because that's <laughs> you wish those very same friends would just be. I whack. just wish they would be, yeah, or you know, not white. Okay. Um, however, um, I, I went to Denver and I got really high all weekend. I was there from Friday. Friday morning, we got we landed in Denver at seven nineteen Denver time. This means. I was up, walking around at four o'clock. I literally slept for like an hour because I went to bed at like three o'clock on Thursday night. Got up at four, got on an airplane and went to Denver. And uh, basically, was high from the time I, within, within an hour and a half of landing until, literally, like when I landed in St. Paul on Monday afternoon. You were Rocky Mountain high. I was hot. No, I wasn't. I was just I was just regular high. Oh sorry. Yeah. Um, Listen, I don't know all the the weed. I mean, I can, uh, go, I can go. on like I, the the yeah the different strains of, of weed that I had. There were some, can we just cancel the soccer talk and indica, just talk about marijuana for about the 30, 30 minutes? Tiva, some edibles, a lot of uh, a lot of oneies and stuff. So yeah, I don't know what any yeah. of those words mean. I don't mean. know. I just I had a really good time. I was told, and I knew this, but I was told by multiple people like that I was a I'm a very happy stoner. That's good. Like, I don't, and this is why I think like. You mean tweet happy? Is that what you mean by? Happy? I was like, well, I was. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm very. Here's the thing: like, some people like get drunk and they get like aggressive and mean, or some people get like super happy when they're drunk. Like, okay. I'm. I don't really have like a state of drunkenness. Like, I'm either like, like good in a very good spot or like fucking wasted. With with we, like, I'm. I I'm a I'm a happy person. I don't, but I'm not also like, one of those like t- typical stoners who like just eats a shit ton of food, like. I can if if there's food in front of me, like I will eat all of the food. But I don't like need to munch when I'm when I'm high, sure. which I think a lot, like, throws a lot of people off because I'm just like I'm just very happy and very excited about what's going well, on. Well, you're always in life. so happy anyway. And generally, I am the I Who am the optimist tell? on the podcast. So there is that. <laughs> so yeah, so I got really high this weekend. Well, so, yeah. Um, hey, mom and dad. Are, oh, I got really God. high this weekend. Your mom and dad. Don't uh, my mom and dad do not listen to podcasts. My wife does. Thank God. Oh, she just pointed out that she listened to this podcast again to me. Uh, hi, honey. Love you. Uh, we'll see you when you listen to this podcast. Did again. Anna get high? What's that? Did Anna get high? No comment on that. No comment on that. Right. No, she did hi, not. Anna. My, yeah, my wife did <laughs> she, not get high. You could have just said no. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. So, I, I wanted. I was like, maybe some suspense, and I was like, no, she would actually hate <laughs> that if I. Suspense. She would hate that if I like if I like, impugn her reputation about uh, her. Weed or well, not weed? Any, smoking, anybody who so. listens to this podcast knows her, her. reputation is gone. No, so there was, so, but but we were. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fucking still pristine, pristine, dude. But yeah, there was like there was like fifty four of us out in Colorado for the match. It was really it was so, really fucking. Awesome. So the attendance was what like sixty four. Listen, we were out singing the Rapids fans at uh, some point. That was my point. <laughs> so uh, they put on a really awesome tailgate though, and I would highly recommend as many dark clubs as possible, and as many just Minnesota soccer fans as possible, make the trip out to Colorado next year when we play Colorado. Because the tailgate was fucking, like, bomb. Seven dollars, all you could eat, all you can drink. Like, lots of different types of foods. Um, Weed's legal, so you can get high, and that's super cool. Wait, what? Yeah, I know, Yeah. Weird. Um, And, you know, you're in the fucking mountains. So, if you like hiking and nature and shit... You got that. If you like public transit and smoking and drinking good beer, you got that too. So it's a, D- the best of most worlds.
0: I travel to Colorado Springs probably once a quarter for work, and um, I don't smoke because I'm there on work, But uh, and I don't smoke at all because I am a God-fearing uh, person with morals. But other than that, it's a great it's like, place. That's so. what
1: gummies are for, man. That's fair. Like so i'm bar. interested
0: yeah this is going on for at least 90 minutes now um <laughs> i'm interested to see how your uh enhanced state of awareness is going to impact your analysis of the game let's move on to a segment we call what the hell just happened i don't have a sponsor this week brought because i've been moving you know brought to you by rum hams rip shit on rum hams so zeller you were there i was there spiritually um Best moment of the game versus... call. Can we just say, by the way, Oh, thank fucking God for that game. Yeah. Yeah, man, we had a point.
1: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Holy shit.
0: The, my favorite tweet of the... Because I follow Twitter as I watch all these. Um, whoever had posted um, Hodor in the little caption, hold the door, hold the door, during the last 30 minutes, that was pretty much spot on because yeah. that was kind of how the game ended. But I was real proud of our boys. And mostly, I'm just proud that we don't have to answer some of the same kinds of bullshit online questions that we've had to answer for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. We'll get to that. I Tell mean, me. Oh, honestly, ahead, I think, I mean, the, the, and this is, I saw something, I saw this yesterday. It might have been from Dunord um, on his, uh, um, his his blog. He does yep. a daily thing. Yep. And that the last time that Colorado had two goal, two goals scored on them in Colorado was October of 2015. Can you believe that? And we did that. And they've got, and they, they <laughs> So, I mean, the best moment of the game for me, like, there was there was two. Like, the, the briefest of moments when we had the lead after Ramirez had that diving header. Again, amazing. And it was brief. The and moments he's, were brief. Yeah. He's got two goals in, like, 201 um, MLS minutes, which is not bad. Pretty good. Not too um, bad. And then, like, basically in the sands, like, then we watched, we were cheering, and everything, everybody's fucking... Hugging and it was amazing and I did a dance and there's the video that dance is on YouTube or sorry on uh, Twitter. Um, but then, then they scored like literally like a minute <laughs> later <laughs> yeah, it was and cool. we had to sing a song about how we had the lead for just one minute. We had the lead for just min- um, just one minute. Anyways, um, but I think the, probably the best moment of the game for me because we because Minnesota scored their two goals. Like, on the side where the dark clouds were. We were in a little sliver of a section. Yep. Um, and, like, they, they came running over. And that second goal, the How- the Ramirez goal, you could see it, Ramirez comes running to the section. You could see Howard just absolutely losing his shit on his defenders. That, to me, was the best moment of the game. Like, listen, we have fucking Christian Ramirez just beat... Uh, one of the greatest goalkeepers if not the greatest goalkeeper in u.s. men's national team history that was the best moment of the game for me how about you
0: you know what we don't agree on stuff like this usually usually you'll pick out like the obvious moment and then i'll say something like well this guy ran into open space for four seconds (laughs) i'm gonna be honest it was the christian ramirez goal uh it was the very same one and not just because we had the lead and because that took a lot of pressure off of us as a club and a (laughs) culture to have to deal with it but it was even the goal itself screaming up the right hand side um Absolute pinpoint cross, not a high kind of looping one, but it was just a laser. Oh, that Ibsen, and
1: that Ibsen to Teeson connection. The, the whole, the whole buildup was and wonderful. And then Teeson crossing, yeah. Oh, God. He crosses it over. I wanted to like jerk and off in the section. I, I don't doubt
0: that. And even the way that Ramirez played it, then, so he doesn't have much room to work with because he's already playing near post. It's not like he has a lot. Of, it's, it's not one of those situations where you just got to redirect it. There's only so much room he has to work with. He has an – you mentioned Tim Howard as an incredible goalkeeper. There's no doubt about it. He's an incredible goalkeeper. But uh, Jared Watts, who is covering him, quote, unquote, on that play, is an incredible defender. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, It flies under the radar for a lot of people, and defenders don't get a lot of the love. He's an incredible uh, defender.
1: Especially in that back line, which is actually – the Colorado back line is pretty amazing. Oh, it's incredible. Even uh, with Axel Schoberg out. out, was out, but, like, Watts is – I mean – Watts would have probably been drafted by Minnesota if we did not like trade for Greenspan. Like there was that, that was the whole point of the Greenspan trade. But uh, continue. Sorry. That's
0: it. No, no. you're right. And J- bottom line, Jared Watts is fantastic. Christian Ramirez is doing something that I I don't think we've seen a ton of him doing, which is getting really physical. He's got the size to get super physical, but he doesn't push people around. That said, he's keeping Jared Watts on his ass, staying in front of him the whole time, puts his head on him with no room to spare, finds the back of the net. It couldn't have happened to a, a, a more fitting person for this team. Um, it was a moment that anybody who follows United has to tell you was as relieving as it was um, elating.
1: And, yeah, man. Um, I was stoked. We had a that lead. Cool. We had a lead. And for you just, know what? just a minute. We, had a, <laughs> and minute. And we yeah. had a lead for one minute. We had a lead for one minute. We had a lead for one minute. it. Was It was a
0: perfect minute, and I didn't even <laughs> need it to be that much longer. You know what? And and to get off track a little bit here, I want to I want to point out that um, Portland uh, Minnesota accent coming out there. Portland and Atlanta both put up four spots on the teams they played this weekend. Those are the only two other two teams we have played up till Colorado. We looked real bad, allowing five and six goals. Portland and Atlanta scored four goals each on teams that ostensibly are not horrible houston who we thought were going to be horrible but have had a really good beginning of the year chicago who i was pretty high on and have been middling but certainly not minnesota united they put four spots on them. maybe minnesota is not as crummy as we thought maybe they just open with three real tough games portland atlanta and probably colorado should have been a pretty tough game too yeah. this is a team two two points out of the supporter shield last year
1: yeah, that's 100, 100 true. So. so, and I don't
0: want to, I don't want to blow our whole load too early here, but we're going to be playing uh, the Revolution next week. I think that's going to be a much better test of where we are as a club than playing juggernauts week after week. That's not a fair sense of it, but playing New England on the road, I think that's an appropriate test, and I think it'll be a good chance to see where we're at. I mean,
1: I mean, playing against Wendy and Lisa. I mean, the Revolution clearly we're going to win because it's the fucking Revolution. That's a Prince joke. Can I? Anybody else? You know, is this, is this mic on? Can I tell anybody? You anybody? Anybody? I anybody? Anybody? I don't really. Li- I don't really like
0: Prince that much. Oh, fuck, dude. This is I don't. Don't really we're really done. We're like done. Pri- no, no, it's it's fine, <laughs> and, I, and I and I get Prince. No, oh, man. I, I like we're the done. idea of Prince, we're done. but like, I, there's
1: a couple of songs I'm like fine, and the rest of them. I'm Ladies just, and like, gentlemen, this is the last uh, uh, the Dave's I Know podcast ever. So if you just can we you, move can we move on? Don't don't. Don't give me your princess. I just, prince I just
0: wish that he had better music. That's one of my key if I had a biggest point that I
1: think he could improve on, it's having better music. I I so <laughs> the things you are saying do not compute. <laughs> it's the rum hams. It's not the rum hams, <laughs> it's your terrible shitty opinions. Can, can I just say that About the ro- goddamn the fucking like one of the greatest musicians of all time. I'm sorry. I mean, he is definitely one of the most yeah, popular. Like, musicians. Uh, no, he's not actually. That's that's all So he's not popular Prince. nor great? No, he's popular and amazing. So what was the worst he's moment pop- of the game? Alright, yeah, moving moving along. Um, huh. worst you know, moment. I was I was in a very happy state, so I didn't really be like, uh eh, I could have picked the Justin Davis red card, but uh eh, not really. Um, the worst moment of the game is when I went up to get a beer and, and the uh, <laughs> so the nice thing about the about Colorado is that like most support sections they, like chain you in they don't let you out you have to like stay in a certain area they let us out we could roam the concourse and all that um, and I found this beer stand that was selling beers I was like oh yeah I'll check. I'm in the land of Coors I'll, I'll take a Coors <laughs> and they give me this gigantic fucking can of beer it's like like 32 ounces of beer i give him my card it was a can it was a can it was, a, it was called a, it was called a bomber apparently is what it's called it's like 32 ounces of fucking beer i was like all right i'm in all right. uh eleven dollars later i'm in and then i did that another time so that was my worst moment of the game is that i i bought two 32 ounce cans of beer <laughs> you know that's
0: the only thing that's funny to th- about that to me is that I've paid like eleven dollars for just a pint of my hipster brew, that I'm down with. So. Yeah, I know,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, but it was like,
0: it was I, still, I was
1: like, oh yeah, I, mean, I didn't. I mean, if you just, think Coors tastes better at the source, you're probably wrong. Yeah, and I didn't. I'm not arguing that it tasted any better. I was just, it was, <laughs> it was the fact that I was like, I just wanted a beer, and that was, they had that. So they had and they had bombers of that in Heineken. I was like, well, uh, I don't know. I guess coolers like those were the only beer options at the stand that I was able to get to um, during the course. Or this was actually shortly before the game kicked off, and then I bought another one at halftime. Apparently, your so.
0: consciousness was not altered enough for you, so you needed to. get Yeah, the two I basically of beer. I drank
1: sixty-four ounces of piss water for twenty-two bucks. So while you were high, that was yeah, that was my worst moment of the game. I guess this rum hams is terrible. I, I almost puked. <laughs> you
0: drank it all for Christ! Oh my God. That's disgusting. Yeah, You must like hams. My worst moment of the game bleeds into my most what-the-fuck moment, which kind of bleeds into my official scorecard moment, which was, and you know what I'm going to say, the straight red on Davis there. Um, I've got a lot of opinions on it, but I'll get to them. God damn it. So,
1: I mean, I understand what you're saying there. Um, And the fact that, like, the referee – wasn't blowing his whistle at all, and then all of a sudden blew his whistle and then gave him a red card, like that. That was that's that was also my my right, most what the fuck moment of the game. We're like,
0: jumping around. Let's jump around. That's fine. Because so.
1: because honestly it was just like, y- you clearly weren't planning on blowing your whistle until you saw that the guy went down hard, and just kept rolling around on the ground like writhing around, um, and then you blew your whistle, and then instead of like just a yellow, or oh, just a foul, mm-hmm. a straight red. That was very what the fuck. I understand, and yep. I, I completely agree. My most what the fuck thing though was Ibsen. Like, who knew that Ibsen could just show up for like forty five minutes and fucking ball. Someone made like the comment did. that
0: maybe he wasn't as great. and I thought he was. He ended up being pretty good for Minnesota, but um, <laughs> duh, uh, being pretty good for Minnesota in NASL. But saying that he really came into his zone now that he has somewhat more talented people to play off of, do you think there's any truth to
1: that? It's possible. I mean, yeah, I guess that's there's a that's a very real consideration. Um, I think the fact that he wasn't it is a real consideration, at least for the first like 25 minutes of the second half, wasn't expected to defend at all. It was basically like, to, I mean, and this is the other thing too. To Heath's credit, he the subs he put on in the second half were attacking subs. Like, it's, he put Ibsen on right at halftime to replace Schuler, who we'll get to in a minute with my other stuff. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, and then he, he brought on Denladi. Like, he brought on people to attack, which yep. I think is a really, really good sign, because this team can attack. This is a, a very good attacking team. Um, we obviously have a lot of question marks on the defense. But this, def- this team definitely can score goals, and I, we, that was definitely proven. Uh, so, I mean, it's between it's between that referee being a complete jackass and giving a straight ride to Justin Davis and Ibsen just all of a sudden be like, hey, I remember how to play soccer again, which is really cool. Thanks, Ibsen. Could have used that the last two years.
0: <laughs> well, we got him now. So, quick diversion. I just opened up Twitter and um, – Somebody shared a picture of a monkey being born, and it basically just looks like a monkey with two heads, one head on the head end, and then one head, like, coming out of its ass. Oh. This is...
1: Oh, from Lin- Lindsay Gensel. Lindsay, Lindsay Gensel tweeted some, that This out. is some, stra- cool. some straight disturbing Lindsay, shit. Oh, my God. Weird. I'm, I'm half captivated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ, man. Okay. So...
0: I think I think we share an official scorecard. Let's let's go there. Yeah, let's go to official scorecard. So there's an obvious moment to talk about, but we can talk about the whole thing too. Tell us, official scorecard. What is your rating of the match, official?
1: Oh, uh, D minus, D minus. Uh, Passing. Yeah, I mean even as high as I was, like the ref was definitely inconsistent. Um, <laughs> that's that's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that whole like I said, the whole Davis challenge, where he didn't blow the whistle, let the play go on, and then all of a sudden, blew his whistle pulled out a red and he's like what the fuck is that and this is this is the guy who's also fucked us before in the past uh at the u.s <laughs> open cup so <laughs> I, I love that we I'm, know this ref yeah I'm, I'm i'm a little i'm gonna be a little harder uh that you continue to try and fuck us so <laughs> fuck you ref d minus i don't even know what the guy's name what's the guy's name <laughs> sagafi so Sagafi. Um, fuck you sagafi okay
0: so um I, I wrote about this referee in the uh, pregame. If you read um, 55-1, I wrote the... Right. Garbage rag. And, unless I'm writing for it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, so I
1: wrote about this referee. Those, th- those tailgate uh, comment things are really awesome. Those are good, yeah. yeah. Those are good. I, I didn't agree. write that this week, by the I way. I know. The last two weeks. <laughs> John, John Marthaler. Uh, shout out to John Marthaler. I try, I try so hard. <laughs> um,
0: it's been a tough life. Um, so... Anyways, I, um, I I wrote there about the referee. I said, first of all, this is only his fifth MLS game. He's refereed more regularly at uh, NASL and USL level, obviously did our Open Cup game uh, last year. Yes, yeah. He has not always, but he, he he's more likely than any other to have a splashy game where he gets involved, throws around a lot of yellows. There was a game uh, between New York and uh, Tampa Bay in, obviously, um, NASL last year. That dropped two reds and I think eleven yellows. So this, I mean, he, he'll do that. So I wasn't shocked to see this ref splashing a uh, a straight red there. But the the way it played out, as you said, um, first of all that there was a delay. I think that it, you know there was some a little bit of conference with the assistant ref. I think that's partly where this came from. But if it's a straight red, that means it should be obvious enough in my book to call it straight and call it quickly. Uh, there's no advantage to players, none of that stuff. So uh, for me, it was bizarre, not out of sync with what this kind of ref would do, though. I, I this is who he is. We had we had five cards, they had two cards. Can I so can I just drop this really quickly? As a foul itself, I probably wouldn't lose sleep at night over it being a red. I think red is harsh, but I also think you can make the case for it. Um, I would would not have given a red personally if I were the ref there. Maybe would have given a yellow. Even a chance I would have just called it a caution. But probably would have wound up with a yellow. I think red is harsh. But if you're looking at the laws of the game, I think you can make the case even if it wouldn't have been my play. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I give you the Prince take and you're like, fuck you with your opinion. And now you're going to give me this take and what am I supposed to do with it?
1: uh, I mean, yeah. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm not good. P- good talk. Good talk, all, son. So.
0: Let's talk about the uh, the next Freddie
1: A. Do, the star of the game. Tell me. Um, well, you guys didn't know how much of a hard on I have for Brent Coleman. We all know. Like, you sent a picture of your hard on like, over Twitter. Yeah, like, Perp- like perpendicular dick. Um, <laughs> you know, that's not the first time we've made geometry <laughs> jokes on I this know, podcast. I know. About uh, our dicks. <laughs> Brett, I know. Mean, dicks. Honestly, like, Brett Coleman uh, had a. <laughs> <laughs> had a fucking amazing game. Um, the goal that was given up, like, the guy drifted in from his spot, but w- he was in covo space, and Brent had a bunch of clearances, like, towards, like, like the minute, like, 25, 30, um, and just he kicked ass all game. I think second star for me it would be Ibsen. Um, he came in he was a he was a goddamn game changer in terms of like creating uh coming out of the midfield. So yeah, I would give it to Brent Coleman first. Uh Ibsen would be my second star of the game. And then third star is a Colorado player, so fuck you, Colorado. <laughs> so this is a really rare week because we agree on a lot of stuff.
0: We clearly don't agree on everything, uh, prints and officials and stuff. Yeah. That said, uh, Brent Coleman was mine as well. Um, he made a couple of really important plays, including one particular one that comes to mind, where he um, he didn't lose his defender, but they, they got in behind, and he used some speed that I didn't realize he had in store to track back and end up cutting it off. Now... We have grown used to seeing some slow defending, even if you let somebody pass you, which if you're playing good offenses, which we have, that's going to happen occasionally. But we haven't had the speed to do anything meaningful in terms of tracking back and stuff. So uh, awesome. Coleman was able to do that. A couple of great movements. There were a couple of moments where uh, positioning was a question mark for me, but also he doesn't have the gel with the team members uh, with whom he's playing. And, uh, you know, it's his first MLS start, for Christ's sake. Uh, Wonderful. And worth mentioning, he ended up making MLS's team of the week. That's pretty incredible for a defense that has looked and had as many questions as this one has had. We had a defender on the team of the week for the league, and
1: his first MLS start. It's incredible, yeah, just fucking incredible. So, good can't job, Brian K. Holy yeah. shit, Brian Com- Brian Coleman Actually, like follows us on Twitter. So, well, that's a mistake. <laughs> so. I know, right? But <laughs> I'm just
0: just say it, man. <laughs> He'll learn quickly. <laughs> so, the next award is for the next Freddie
1: Adu. The shittiest player of the game, tell me. Um, I honestly didn't think anybody in particular had a, a bad game. So I guess I'm, I'm going to give it to the person who contributed to, like, the first goal, which, again, like, sent us, like, all into... It was, it was kind of awesome, like, the support section saying the entire 90 minutes. And people were sitting next to the support section, like, trying to, like, chant over us that they weren't able to do it. Wasn't doing and it. And people were, like, <laughs> coming up to, like, Bruce McGuire and be like, Hey... Will you guys ever sit down and stop cheering and singing? And he's like, No. Go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> he didn't say that. Bruce would never say yeah, that. Bruce did not say, nice yeah, guy. but he but he was like, Yeah, actually we're not ever going to and we didn't. And that was so like, basically like Freddie start of the game, besides Brent Coleman, was the goddamn Dark Cloud section. There you go. It was amazing. Um, I guess the the one person that had a not a great game, in my estimation, was uh, Rasmus Schuler. He had the really shitty like back pass to Calvo um, yep. that resulted in the first goal. And I don't think I mean I just, Calvo yeah. could have done better on that one, but I don't think that was his fault. And then he also got a yellow card. But he was subbed off in the at the halftime for Ibsen, which was fortuitous because Ibsen came in and decided to like do some shit for once. <laughs> right. So I guess rest with Schuler like Schuler shoes. Cool, Schuller thanks. Shoes. Thanks for uh, not being the greatest this week, and uh, good luck uh, in uh, international competition this weekend. So uh, I, I didn't think that there was anybody that was
0: especially shitty, but let me sprinkle a little bit of shit around. Um, that happens at my house all the time, by <laughs> the way, when you got kids who are potty training. Um, so for me, Ibarra was a little bit mediocre. I, I didn't see him chase the play as much as I would have liked.
1: You are a hundred percent wrong. Am I? Yeah. Ibarra had a sh- had a extremely short leash. Um, if you look at like the the, um, heat like map. the the movements and yeah the heat maps for uh, Molino and Venegas, and and Ibarra. Ibarra was basically. I'm I obviously don't know Adrian Heath, so I don't I you know, I don't have like a direct line to him. He was only on the left-hand side. We saw, right. we saw in the in the preseason when Molino and Venegas and uh, Ibarra were allowed to ro- like move around, how much they fucked shit up and were amazing. So, and so Ibar, you look at you look at heat maps for Ibarra and his passes and stuff. And you look at heat maps and Ibarra passes for Molino and Venegas. Molino and Venegas were all over the field. Ibarra was only on the left-hand side. I think I pr- I I can almost fucking guarantee that Heath told Ibarra, stay home, help. Defend on the left-hand side with Davis. Well, so now you might can't be. give him that. You can't give him that shit. Well, so so
0: now might be a time for us to do a little calibration on how this works. So you basically said the same thing I said, which is to say that he didn't go after the game. Um, no, no, no I'm, I'm, saying, hold, I'm not done. He was pinned on the left side, but you're saying that the coach told him to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So that's not his fault. To what degree can we ever cut off our discussion of who was good and who was poor? When the coaching tactics ever come into play. So how about I say this, okay? Miguel? First of all, I told you he wasn't outright shitty. Second of all, how about this? Miguel Ibarra doing what he was asked to do and maybe playing against the grain of his style, it didn't pan out.
1: Sure, I guess. Okay, we're going to have to cut out <laughs> the silence there. Uh, okay, I mean, in, so in, what, in what way did it not
0: pan out? Like. I think because because I felt like he was relatively
1: a ghost in this game. Yeah, but I, th- I think the whole point that Heath conveyed to him was that he would need to track back and like so he's not he's not gonna make he's not gonna make a presence and a push on the left hand side. You could make a presence on defense too. I felt like he didn't make Which much he, of a presence. I, I I disagree. I think he Holy did. Fuck God. Oh, he was because jo- we know we all know like Justin Davis loves to push up. Yes, and. There's plenty of times where Ibarra was tracking back and covering Justin Davis's. Ass. I didn't. Th- I didn't. Th- I didn't think On Ibarra was piss
0: poor. Yeah, I think Ibarra. Ibarra is a winger who has the advantage of being able to go box to box. And I think that one of his strengths is his movement and his ability on the ball. And I feel like he didn't do much of those strengths.
1: Okay. I fair. thought
0: he was mediocre. I started this off by saying, <laughs> I think I, nobody was outraged. Like nobody's pants fell down. Okay, yeah. yeah
1: I, and I agree with you there. Like, I'm, yeah. Ibarra wasn't Ibarra tonight or
0: okay. tonight, tonight or whenever sure. the game happened, Look, I'm still high. So I not Fair enough. Fine. Okay. So we're there. So we're done. We're done talking about Colorado. We've talked about him for at least seven and a half hours. We're not gonna do the segment, which is uh, called "What's in the Drink," because you already know what's in the drink. Uh, the shot turned into a full drink. The rum hams. It's, I yeah. hated it. It's hams with cheap ass with a shot of rum, rum in, it. in it. So I thought it would be a, an interesting cocktail. It turned out to be not only not interesting but not good. No, but it wasn't even not good in an interesting way. It was and just bad. If
1: you're ever if you're gonna do it at home, like while you listen to this podcast, you're sure you're doing it already. I dude. would I would definitely pour a. We had white rum in our in our hams. I would definitely pour like more rum. aggressive spice rum in, our, yeah, in your sugar. hands and I would put more than a shot in it yeah you and then, need, then maybe you just a more forget octane. the hams and just pour a shot of spice rum into your mouth <laughs> it's probably <laughs> probably better that's the way to do the rum
0: hams <laughs> um, I really hope that hams comes out with the rum because then the, we don't have to
1: do this anymore it, It's the joke is cooked in oh god yes so let's <laughs> hams if you want to sponsor us hit me up at TexasCellar at gmail.com Okay, Um, let's move on to uh, other United news.
0: This is kind of a big week. You think about how shitty United has looked in general. You wouldn't know that we had a bunch of people who are going to be out on international duty, but this is an international break. MLS doesn't necessarily
1: take an international break because
0: America. No, MLS
1: does. But they ask teams if they want to play they instead, take a, instead, yeah, of, yeah. instead of playing. What is
0: it with you and splitting hairs on my like semantics tonight? No,
1: no, no. It, oh, the, well, I, Ibarra played exactly the way you described. He just was told to play that way. But it's a way. very particular thing. It's like oh my you can either play this week or you can play a game midweek later in the year. And teams who are cash-strapped... We'd rather not play midweek <laughs> games and want to play weekend games. Are you trying so to say the Red Bulls are cash strapped this week? I, I'm saying the Red Bulls are cash strapped generally, as are the New England Revolution, as are Minnesota United. Portland. Portland Timbers, not so much, but I think they don't really worry about their players actually ever. Okay, hitting. you're just you're just
0: fitting in excuses now. So um, we got um, how Talk many players you, man. <laughs> this Thank this you. is clearly the last episode of this podcast. It is. We forgot how to get
1: along. Last uh, so we got so we got five players five out players. On, on from Minnesota. Um, L- luckily, no one out for the New England Revolution. Uh, we got four out on international duty. Um, that is uh, Schuler, Molino, Cabo, and Vanegas. Uh, Can we Cabo, just sort of joke
0: that New England has a whole bunch of like national team wannabes? So Fagundes, Our former gotta look no.
1: Former U.S. national team player. And, no. and Kai players, Kamara yeah. has
0: gotten a look with Sierra Leone. No. Uh, Teal Bunbury gotten a sniff. No. Anybody else? That missed? Juan Agudelo gotten a sniff. No. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of has-beens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, anyways, and we've got one out suspended, as you started to say. Yeah, Justin Who Davis. would that be?
1: Yeah, Justin Davis on the left-hand side. Not anymore. With that, with that stamp. So, who, uh, so yeah. who goes who goes in on the left hand side now? <sighs> You're gonna like this. Is it who I think it is? Jermaine. Jermaine fucking, fucking Taylor. Taylor. Oh God. Yeah.
0: Well, can I say this? He's a better fit on the left hand side than he is on the right. <sighs> I, yeah, look, he, looks, the, like he elite, looks like he looks like a big flaming bag anywhere he plays. Pero, on the left hand side, I think he's
1: better. He's playing uh, properly. Foot. I mean, on the bright side, like Ibarra can save his ass on the left hand side. Like, if he, if he, well, if he's pinned down the way, I well, mean, if he's because to defend Jermaine more, Taylor likes to fucking roam around the goddamn field. At least Ibarra it's, has the speed to get back. You know what's funny about Jermaine Taylor? He,
0: so he's a he's a mobile fullback. If he's playing fullback, he, he's probably better as a as a midfielder. But he's mobile, but it's not because he's pushing forward, making overlapping runs. He just wanders.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Miguel like like Ibarra is gonna like. Run a goddamn, like, marathon going up and down the goddamn field. <laughs> oh, god! Saving Jermaine Taylor's ass. Oh, Anyways, uh, the other sort of big United news, there's um, lots of injuries, obviously, including to, yes. like, players like they just drafted, and they don't have a backup goalkeeper because he's in concussion protocol, and Jordan Greenspan is in concussion protocol. Can we Everybody's f- in goddamn concussion protocol, which is, like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm 100% down. Do not want people, like... Doing sports, if they might get head head geez Oh, I disagree. Oh, really? <laughs> um, however, <laughs> we are traveling to New England with only seventeen players. That's well, it. Well, if Inchi is you only going to make know, two subs, how many do we need? <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, um that's we, still that's. So also, it but it. But it bodes the conversation of like why hasn't minnesota been like signing other players oh, loaning them out we know why and well we know we, got, why. we know why i'm just that's i want like, to hey, i've got i've got two points to, you, to make minnesota united please I, I've do got this two, shit
0: two points to make one of which is going to take us down a deep dark hole and one of which is a little more shallow i'm gonna go the shallow route do you remember in one of our preseason podcasts it was i think maybe the second episode we'd ever done and they had just completed the Femi for Shuttleworth trade. And we got some shit because everyone was like, I can't believe this. How are you trading this up-and-comer for this fucking washed-up backup goalkeeper? And I said on the podcast, I said, if Christian Ramirez goes down, you've got other options. If Boga goes down, you are fucked. That's right. You were you were pressing precedent on this one and you know what elf boga went down and we became quickly fucked. now we didn't I, that that was not even counting our third string goalkeeper being out on concussion protocol let's just ignore the fact that that only makes me more right or or the, the fourth string goalkeeper also oh, being yeah, out on yeah, concussion yeah. protocol yeah so this you know the fact that we had Carol Farrell, here,
1: who's also still like out
0: the, can we just praise the holy lord that we had our lord and savior by the way um, who, that we had not shuttlecock mine. in hand.
1: Well, yeah. What do you
0: think about that, Colin? You fucker, Jared.
1: <laughs> yes, but it's also like we are going to be traveling with seventeen players as opposed to oh, the, the we're, we're not tackling then, other
0: issues on that. I'm just saying, goalkeeper ended up being a pretty smart move there. Okay, good, good straight good, up Muad'Dib prescience right there. Good on you. Good on you on that one. Good on Muad'Dib. Um, let's talk about some other stuff. we want to talk about the Skywizzer Half Minute. Brought to you by. I'm looking around the bar for inspiration. Brought to you by Ghirardelli. Mmm, Ghirardelli. That was my slogan. You like that? I should yeah. fucking be a marketer. All right. Tell me
1: about it. Um, mm. Zellberg Derby Zellberg happened. Zellberg Derby happened. That's. Uh, my wife is a Man City fan. I'm a Liverpool fan. What was your pregame for that? Weed. Weed? Yeah. So mm. she gets really my wife i love her to death she does not get competitive about many things but she gets competitive about man city and liverpool playing each other and since we've been together man city has won like one game in like the seven well, that have been or five or five or seven that have been played i think it's closer to five well, if they're playing liverpool what do you expect so yeah i mean liverpool plays up Man City plays down. So, So um, I got a question for you about Liverpool. Anyways, so, 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 but, yeah, we got, I got really high before the game. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was Sunday. <laughs> I'm glad I got out of your way for that. <laughs> it was Sunday after the Minnesota United match. I was in a really good mood. It was, on, it was like, Sunday, like, the like, game kicked off at, like, 10.30 Denver time. Um, so, so, tell us about the place you went. Yeah, we went to the Abbey Tavern, which is the Liverpool bar. Uh, in Denver, uh, not super friendly, you know, which is like super every friendly. other goddamn Liverpool bar I've ever been to. Like, Brits, you're on point. Abbey Tavern, you're on point. Um, Liverpool fans are not friendly to people who are not they don't see every fucking week. That's a fucking problem. Get your fucking shit together. Um, but otherwise, Minnesota like, nice kids. We get to we got to sit outside and watch the game, which is awesome. Um, most of the games Liverpool and Man City play end in Liverpool winning, and then my wife not talking to me for, like, an entire day. Like, the New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve day game, um, where Liverpool beat New Man Year's City. Eve day? Yeah, New Year's Eve day.
0: New Year's Eve?
1: Yeah, but, but in the morning.
0: New Year's in, day?
1: Yeah, no, no. New Year's Eve day. Morning. Morning. Not New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve day. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool beat Man City and then my wife didn't talk to me for like four hours and you convinced yourself it was because of the soccer game that's I guess to be fair <laughs> there's many reasons to not talk to me but I think it was very specifically that reason uh. so I'm glad it ended in a draw I was high so I was like well whatever if we lose I don't really care i I don't get competitive about Liverpool, Man City. My wife, for some reason, gets very competitive about that. So, How about Move, the game? How'd the game go? I don't remember. I was high. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we scored first. They scored second. We should have beat them. We definitely had a lot more chances than uh, Man City did in Manchester. Um, I think Pep lasts maybe another six months, and he's got, so... God damn. I love Klopp. I don't know. Yeah, Klopp. That's pretty much about it.
0: Klopp sounds like like a horse running down the street. Um, so that was my analysis. I didn't watch the game. I'll be perfectly uh, honest with you because uh, my TV you, was you in a get box. get high and watch
1: the Liverpool Man City?
0: Oh, I got high while I was moving. I just didn't um, watch the game.
1: Well, you can't. Yeah. I, I guess sniffing glue would be considered getting high.
0: Yeah. I was gluing all the boxes shut. That's why it took so long. Let's move on to a segment that we like to call tactical schmactical where we break down the uh, who's good, who sucks, and who's going to win for the coming week. Tell me, Mr. Zoller, who's good on the New England Revolution upcoming game? I told you I think this is a uh, a great test for us to see where we are truly at. I think this is a team that we can actually punch at their weight reasonably. Who's good on this team?
1: Well, they're sort of. Basically, this Minnesota United, like they have a lot of attacking options. Yes. And they have no defense. Kellen Rowe. Yeah. Brent Coleman. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell I mean, us. Tell us who's mediocre then. I mean, you got well, you got Kai Kamara and Juan Agudelo and Diego Fugundes, as you mentioned before. Um, all those guys have gotten national team calls before, and those guys are, and Kai Kamara, was like runner up. In the MVP two years ago, won the scoring title two years ago. Um, they don't all score. They had they've they've scored one goal this year. That, to be so, fair, they've, they play they've also games. only played two games. Right. But um, these guys can attack, and that is like an important part. Especially considering that Minnesota will be missing Calvo um, and Davis. Honestly. Uh, I'm, I'm a little worried about our, 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 the, our back line. Um, the, the problem is, so. though, that
0: and it, uh, we, we mentioned this in the, pre, the preseason stuff. We were, like, previewing the whole league, and we looked at Revolution and said, I'm looking on paper, this is a pretty damn good team. But they missed the playoffs last year. Uh, they were mid-table but outside of the playoffs. Um, this year, again, two games is a small sample size, but they've only scored one goal with that entire uh, bold attacking six that you're talking about what's what the hell is happening? i mean is, is a coaching change all that it's going to take to finally get the
1: most out of these players that
0: i don't know I mean, if we I, knew we wouldn't be fucking doing yeah. this podcast
1: yeah <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i mean it's a uh, they've been i mean this is me they'll be this will be their home opener obviously they missed that's true. Yeah, road games, yeah. So like, I mean, there's obviously like and they stunted. play Dallas, who is a tough out. And Dallas is, yeah. I mean, and that's not anything but like the thing about Dallas is that they are tough at defending and tough and like can put the ball in the back of the net too. So it's like, yep. so it'd be interesting to see like I we was, might be the appropriate test for them, I just thought, like they are for us. Yeah, I mean, I thought yeah. with um, I thought with Colorado that would be an interesting test for us in terms of our offense. Like, can our offense produce? And can our defense... Like, our defense doesn't need to do a lot in order to prevent Colorado from scoring because they don't have a shit ton of offense. Right. But they're... And so... So... It was mixed bag. Like, cool. Like, great. We, We scored on this, like, vaunted defense. But also, we gave up two goals to a team that really doesn't have any offensive firepower. So, it's not... I'm not, like... Super excited about this match. I think I think it might be you know it might not be good for us on our end. I mean but in terms of like I think on the Minnesota side of who's good, um, I, I like what Brent Coleman did. I think Brent Coleman has earned his starting his starting spot. Um, even uh, when Calvo comes back, I think it's him and Calvo. I think potentially uh Demidoff moves either into a central like holding midfield role or just on the bench, honestly. That would be um, sad, but yeah. And then again for also for me, like Ibsen looked really good in limited minutes. Hopefully we can only just do limited minutes for Ibsen. Um going forward, but I, I worry that especially with like this week with five five players out, Ibsen might get some more extended minutes and We've seen Ibsen play 60, 65, 70 minutes and just be – like just fucking lose his mind for half of it. So. He could be great. Maybe it's maybe <laughs> yeah. it's
0: about playing with some better players. Um, maybe. <laughs> so so I, I agree to it. You know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Kai Kamara is my favorite soccer player uh, ever of uh, any league. I love his personality. I love his sense of humor. Um Obviously, he's talented. I loved seeing him come from not really necessarily being a super highly regarded striker to coming into his own with Kansas City, making it to Norwich City for a brief spell and and getting a goal with them. I was just super, super grateful for that. Um, I I love the dude. Um, That said, I don't think we know who he's going to be this year quite yet. Um, In 2015, he tied for Golden Boot, so he scored a shitload of goals the next year there was a ton of infighting with columbus so much so that he actually ended up getting shipped off to the revs i mean that's that's bad when when the the culture in the locker room is so bad that one of the players literally has to go it's one thing to just say and they're not getting along it's another thing to have one of your star players who had the golden boot last year gone he went to the revs i think that it takes a little time to get integrated with a club didn't have a great 2016 but now 2017 he's integrated with his team clean slate full year with them you think what can kai kamara do we don't know yet um that is going to be a big question for me kai kamara is going to be uh, he uh, he's going to press and he's going to put our central defenders whomever those turn out to be um under a lot of pressure i think that's going to be a good test for what's happening there so kai kamara good luck to you sir um yeah i, I 100% agree i mean I, I like kai kamara a lot too great so. dude yeah he bought he bought anybody who showed up chipotle when he came back to Kansas City really? like he he like he was serving like he went to it cuz he's you have to understand Kai Kamara you have to follow him on Twitter and stuff but this guy he eats chipotle daily or at least when he was in Kansas City <laughs> if you ever go down to Kansas City at the stadium
1: there's a chipotle in the there's walking mall so right across from God there so much goddamn good barbecue why the shit he's eating chipotle daily daily, oh. daily. All right. he loves now it can, and now he was I can, serving now now up, I kind of so. hate Kai Kamara so <laughs> Um, I'm not saying he never ate barbecue. <laughs> he just ate Chipotle daily. Fair enough, fair enough. So who who blows chunks? Tell me. Well, I got a couple. I mean, New England, <laughs> New Englanders generally. Not not you, uh, East Coast Star Clouds. Um, I know you're probably not listening, but... Um, oh, New Englanders in general suck. Is that new what Englanders you're generally suck, yeah. Uh, can you give hey. us a new, a new England accent? Um, Tommy from Kinsey. Yeah, that was uh, it. Yeah. They had their, their homework printer was supposed to be on the eleventh, it got canceled due to I'm doing air quotes, weather. That um, was bullshit. Yeah. And also New England's the only team that hasn't gotten a point so far, so technically we are better than them right now. Oh um, technically and aesthetically. Yeah. Um so yeah, so New Englanders, you guys suck generally. <laughs> uh, but more specifically Like, related to this game, Um, the Minnesota defense, it just keeps, like, doing really stupid shit and giving the ball away in really inopportune times, leaving our goaltenders out to hang. And so um, that is kind of the the people who suck right now. (laughs) I don't know much about New England because you only play two (laughs) games and – yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, uh, Cody Cropper's been all right.
0: I, I think the opportunity obviously has to be on defense. We already talked about their front six. I think their front six is great. Um, I think the opportunity is going to come centrally for us, which is going to be interesting because I think that our strength attacking has come more out wide. Um, Kevin Molino uh, traditionally taking it on the right side and in owning a ton of possession now. What's that going to look like this week? Tough to say. I'm not totally sure. Um, but I think if we can get the ball centrally, and I'm not talking about crosses, where I think we're actually a little weaker on crosses, I think I'm talking about if we can get into the attacking third and bring it to the middle or do build up in the middle, I think that's where our, uh, our opportunity is going to be. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Again, I, I think that this is actually going to be a fairly even matchup. It's hard to say that after watching this team do what they did the first couple of weeks, but... I think this is the right matchup. Let's see where we're at. Um, so look for central defense to be a big opportunity finally, and this bleeds into our predictions. Zeller, who's going to win?
1: Um, I need to reboot my computer, so why don't you tell me who you think's going to win? Throw it uh, back to you. We're going to lose a lot of
0: subscribers. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think the revolution are going to win.
1: That's cool. So shirts or blouses? You pick blouses?
0: I suppose, yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a Prince joke. I wouldn't know because uh, Prince sucks.
1: Oh, my God. Although
0: Dave Chappelle is great.
1: I don't, Prince, I, isn't he the guy from I, Dave Chappelle? I don't. You, can you? <laughs> Please. Just. He was the basketball player, wasn't he? <clears throat> he did, yeah. He played basketball. He also rode a bike and had a fro. And was just generally an amazing person. Um, I, I also agree that the revolution win. Um, I think the revolution win three to one. That's my that's my prediction. Will the revolution be televised? Um. No, because of donald trump's america so oh, you're welcome america this is what you fucking voted God for damn the goddamn <laughs> donald so trump
0: america that that segues um, into oh yeah all right we're about to go into a place that's going to reduce our listenership let's move on to a segment that's called picks or it didn't happen first of all we're going to recap last week's picks and i'm going to go quickly and concisely and clearly we both called two Concacaf Champions League uh, games. Zeller, you got them both right for Christ's Fuck sake. Yeah,
1: man. I T- he, listen. I kicked ass this week. You did on picks. Yeah, nice, uh, ex- you had a nice week. So you're um, still beating me in picks, though. Well, obviously because
0: I'm great. Uh, first of all, T played Vancouver. Uh, T Grace walked away with it. Zeller, you got that. I also got that one. However, FC Dallas and uh, Pachuca. FC Dallas came back to win that one, two to one. Zeller, you had that. Congratulations. Uh, NYCFC versus the Montreals were one-to-one. Neither of us saw a draw coming. Vancouver versus the Toronto FC. Toronto ended up walking away with that one. Zeller and Martin and Luke Craig got that one. Toronto obviously going to manhandle Vancouver. Atlanta played Chicago. Holy balls! Atlanta walked away with you this one. You were Chicago nothing. like... I was jack-off horse and... Uh, I... I like Chicago this year. I'm not any lower on them because they just signed Bastian Schweinsteiger. That said, uh, Atlanta mopped the goddamn floor. of Chicago four to nothing. Zeller, you got that. Luke Craig, Ola, you got that one as well. DC United played Columbus. Columbus ended up walking away with that one two to nothing. Luke Craig was the, this goddamn visiting podcaster, the only dude who saw that coming. Orlando played Philly. Orlando won two to one. Zeller, the only one who saw that coming. You ever heard? You haven't heard Martin's name a whole lot yet. Nope. Uh, FC Dallas played New England. Obviously, FC Dallas won that. Martin and uh, Luke Craig, we both got that. Fortunately, something we can all agree on. Sporting Kansas City, who've looked pretty goddamn good this year, by the way, played. Hey, uh,
1: the they're doing the treble.
0: The, yeah, I, you'll remember you you'll remember that
1: Zeller predicted <laughs> that Sporting would win Which a treble this year. Treble.
0: You know what? I'm, I'm I'm eating crow so far because they've looked pretty good. Sporting Kansas City won two to one over sport, uh, Sporting San Jose. Sporting San uh, Jose. Zeller, Martin, and Luke Craig all picked that one. I'm gonna be honest with you, Zeller. You saw a draw coming in Colorado versus Minnesota. The only one who had the bravery to predict it, and uh, that's what what happened. Yeah, boy. RSL versus the Lags. Uh, you know I don't like LA Galaxy this year. LA Galaxy looked like they were going to do some more LA Galaxy stuff, but they ended up coming from behind. I thought, I thought they would shit the bed in this game. Too, the Galaxy so. ended up winning two to Luke one. Craig. Luke Craig, you've Fuck got you. as Fuck many you, picks Luke, as anybody. Buddy. Yeah. Um, Portland versus Houston, four to two. That was a fun game to watch. I'll tell you that. That said, the uh, two Dave's fans both picked that. Finally, Seattle versus New York Red Bulls. Seattle put on a clinic versus a very good New York team. Zeller and Luke Craig got that the david martin uh that you know did not so here's the running totals and i'm sorry luke we didn't give you a running totals because you were just a little spot host first of all this week zello you went nine and four pretty goddamn good week not as good as the week i had before but very good overall you're still clawing toward 500 you are 14 and 20 14 corrects, 20 bads
1: yeah i know how i I'll, I'll think those things work
0: you know maybe our listeners need to catch up uh martin i went five and eight this week not my best (laughs) week. go fuck yourself that brings me to 17 and 17 i'm at 500 uh, and if in baseball if i were batting 500 i'd be
1: signing some contracts so back off yeah i mean basically like vegas is really like loves our picks oh they do yeah we we make the picks so uh
0: so the week three picks um Excuse Now it's the week four picks. I should say it's currently week. We're moving into week four. Zeller, there's only three games this week because of the international. It's not a break for MLS. It's more of an international. Decide if you nap. want to
1: play or not. Yeah, I don't know what that
0: was yeah. a reference to. So, um, tell us, Zeller, three games: New York versus Minnesota.
1: Let's start there. Who do you got? Not well, New, New York does not Christ play Minnesota. Name. New England plays Minnesota. I can't read words. Yeah. On, I'm just still get, getting um, back into this reading thing. Man, yeah, that's fine. Um, well, as I mentioned before, I think New England wins. We're in in Boston, adjacent, yeah. uh, called Foxborough, um, and like we have like fifteen Dark Clouds traveling to New England. But I think that, I still think
0: that's how many players we have traveling.
1: New that's England. we we literally. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, Dark Cloud traveling fans, we have an extra spot on the bench if you want it. Prime seats give give inchy a call he may put you on the bench um i think the revolution beat minnesota three to one you know what i i talked this up as being
0: a great matchup to show us where we are really at that said i had the exact same pick a three to one win to new england at home Uh, although again colorado was at home where it is a fortress by the way Uh, new england at home the attack versus our defense with holes in it they aren't losing anything really due to international call ups. I don't think that that bodes well for well, us. They're so.
1: losing like part of our attack and like the one good person in our defense. So I'm a little, I'm okay with this one.
0: Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. New York Red Bulls, the New York that was underneath the one I tried to call before versus the RSLs. What do you got? Um,
1: a drubbing of Real Salt Lake. Ramondo's out. Uh, I think it's. And Robles is still playing. Uh, he, you know, he set the Ironman record for uh, MLS. Yep, He's he did. Was it, what was it, 141 something matches? Like that, or something yeah, I think I think Red Bulls roll. I think it's like three nothing. I, you know, what we're
0: agreeing on a lot while well, we disagree on a lot, I suppose, this week. Uh, I've got the New York Red Bulls, uh, the Bread Bulls as I call them, uh, versus the RSLs, two to one to the Bread Bulls. Um, I don't, I can't tell you why I think they'll get slightly fewer goals than you did. Uh, but drubbing is going to be the word to describe it. Colorado versus Portland. Holy God, does Portland look good this year.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. That's not Colorado. That's Columbus.
0: CLB is the abbreviation for Columbus, Zeller. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. This is your fault.
1: Okay. I'm going to change we my... We're going to
0: re-record this podcast. I'm just going to stop recording no, right no, now. No, no, We're no, going to start time. over. No, it's fine. No, the um, whole thing.
1: Three to one... Portland wins in Colorado, Columbus. <laughs> Columbus, whatever. <laughs> fuck. Portland wins three to one. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck I've you. Got... Fuck you. <laughs> Colorado and Columbus are having got... like, like several. It's also Columbia. In, yeah. Uh, national team. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've yeah. got. I've got. <laughs> Port... Also, fuck you, Columbia. Why not? Well, Columbia is
0: barely a real place. I've got Portland beating uh, Columbia. Uh, three to one as well so we, we got a lot of same picks this week my god
1: yeah there's gonna be no uh, movement in our
0: I've got a movement for you uh, right. let's move on to the uh, indulge your fantasy section brought to you by KY Jelly KY goes well with peanut butter KY Jelly um, first of all how do we do this week Zella you got 44 points that's not a great showing it's moved you into 106 points total which is only good for 17th place in our league I'll yeah. remind you that there are mid-30s teams. I'm gonna, You're at I'm gonna, mid-table. I'm gonna also remind you that you are still in 24th place. Well, so after a... You a, are behind me. After a jaunty week where I scored 58 points, I felt really good about that. Actually, yeah. I came back this week. I put Kyle Beckerman... By the way, in my midfield... Because I was looking for a cheap option at midfield, uh, trying to round out my salary, I put in Kyle Beckerman after having had to make the tough choice to get rid of Diego Valeri. Valeri scores two goals. Beckerman put up a negative two spot with a red card. How did I feel about that choice? Anyways, I even have after no that, I had no idea. Negatively
1: is how I felt. Okay. Even so, I put you, up fifth. You. You. You look. You put a lot more into this than I do. I, I like literally set my lineup on like. Thursday and then I don't just let it go. I don't put us. I don't put in as much time as uh,
0: Anna Zelberg does. What? No. How many? How many points she have? She's in like seventh place. She's doing real well. Yeah. So Um, I had fifty-eight points. Actually, having come back of a good week, had uh, Fernando Adi uh, starting on my lineup, which is great. Uh, Oh, can you
1: can you talk about like how the how you felt that you were you didn't get your picks saved in time because you only got thirty points in the first. Uh, timing week wasn't week an issue.
0: Saving was an issue. Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. Explain that, please. Listen, okay.
0: It has the same thing to do with my internet. So I was in a hotel room, and I've got internet. And the same internet, which did not save my pics, also caused me to walk across a motherfucking freeway to go find a place to upload your goddamn podcast.
1: So you're telling me Charlotte is just bad at internet? Or I had
0: to walk to five different places to find a place to upload your podcast <laughs> last week, and I'm not joking. Okay. And it was cold in Charlotte. Uh, so, so let's take who, a look at the standings. Yeah, we got well, top 3. Who well, who kicked
1: ass this week though? Oh That's yeah,
0: sorry. Let's talk about this week. Who kicked ass this week? First of all, Villains SV 83 points this week. Best in our league. Congratulations. Looking real good. But Villains SV not good enough to put you in the top 3 just yet. Talk to me about who are the top 3 in our league? Um, well, Looney
1: Ben, who was top of the league last week. Week in, week out, looking good. Yeah, 75, 75, 75 points. points. All three week. of the top three teams had 75 points. That is mysterious. That um, is very weird. Uh, so he's got 161 points. Um, in second place, Looney Ruins FC with 147 points. And in third place, uh, the Idu Rosales, the Costa Rica loon. Also has seventy five points. He's got one hundred forty five points total, so he's so, just so, on the ass of uh, second place. He's he's
0: directly adjacent to his asshole. Looney bin, however, kind of running away with it. One hundred sixty one points. Next, so far. next, 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 clear, per, uh, next closest person is fourteen points. So yeah, um, so and, and yeah, moving
1: just to remind everybody, week four is just the the six teams that are playing. So, yep, so adjust, your, lineup adjust your lineups accordingly. New accordingly. England and Minnesota.
0: Red Bulls and the Real Salt Lakes and Columbia versus Portland. That would be Columbus versus Portland. Adjust your lineups accordingly. Or don't, and then finally I'll make up some ground in the league. That'd be cool. We only had one Twitter question, which is just fucking fine because we don't actually know very much about what we're talking about. Um, Tell me, Bill McGuire, the Bill McGuire. The actual Bill McGuire. The Bill McGuire. Yeah. He had a question regarding Wales and World Cup qualifying. Yeah, he
1: asked, can Gareth Bale... So we don't talk a lot about international soccer, so... I don't follow opportunity it. ...opportunity to apply... Opi- you
0: don't? I do. It's it's Prince and in, in, uh, national team soccer. I follow him oh. closely.
1: Okay. So can Gareth Bale lead Wales over the Rep- Republic of Ireland in World Cup qualifying on Friday? David Martin, what is your take on that? Um, well... Because I, I have opinions. Uh, so
0: Ireland just recently got rid of the Snakes. I think that's going to be a pretty big boon for them. Um... Wales, though, you know, um, whales are making a comeback, right? You know, we saved the whales, and now they're doing well, so um, I think it'll be a draw.
1: You know, the whales, like, like sigil is a dragon, right? No, whales. Yeah, whales. Like a whale. No, like the country of whales, the sigil is a dragon. It should have been a whale. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense, right? There you have Welsh it. Bill Any other answers Bill to the question? Welsh people are fucking weird. Oh. Um, you have opinions and they're uh, that. Yeah. Aaron Gobra. So that's what I got to say about that. Um, I think Oh, the rum
0: sank to the bottom of this drink. Oh.
1: <laughs> I think the uh, to answer your question, and we're not going to talk about the European Group D or Group of Meh, as you eloquently refer to it um i don't know i i like i'd rather the welsh than the irish mostly because i like welsh people more than like irish people but i don't know it's just a general
0: you know you come here for in-depth soccer analysis and that's exactly what you've got i'm
1: i'm mostly excited about iceland qualifying for the world cup because next year uh the wife and i are going to iceland For our birthdays, and we might actually, like, push out that birthday trip to, if Iceland qualifies for the World Cup, to during World Cup qualifying times. Because we could possibly go to Russia to watch World Cup matches, but also we could be in Iceland while they're playing in the World Cup. So, fuck your Irish, fuck your Welsh, go Iceland.
0: Good talk, long, son. Let's, yeah, long story short. That's, uh, that was a very long story, I man. Very short. Let's cr- – let's uh, I almost said let's crap it up. God damn it, that rum hands. Let's wrap it up. Uh, you can see us at Dave's I knowcom We have a lot of satire. Now that I'm not globe-hopping for work and moving out of my house, I will have a lot more satire posted. Good,
1: because I'm the only one who's actually posting right now.
0: Yeah, well, my life is goddamn shit. Okay? I know. I know. I'm not – God, I hate you. You can find us on Twitter at t d i k m n or the Dick, as I like to call it.
1: D i k. I I tweeted a bunch from Colorado. I
0: was very high. You did. It was, yeah. We remember that. Follow amazing. that account, <laughs> uh, and you can look backwards at some of his uh, high tweets. I don't. I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't sorry. do weed because I'm a you know grown ass man. Email us questions <sighs> at thedavesi know at gmail.com. mn, M-N. The days I know MN at you. Well gmail then you though. should
1: have put it in the fucking notes. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. God, God you were too. The terrible. days I know MN. God, you just type it in
0: now, it's done. It's too <laughs> fucking late. Nobody's gonna look back on these notes. We don't release a transcript God, of our damn. podcast.
1: Yes, the names I know MN <laughs> at gmail.com if you have if you have questions. We're the only
0: podcast that takes 15 minutes to go through a sign-off. You're um, you can find us on
1: Facebook if you think. No, you, you can't. <laughs> I mean, people here's like people keep like, liking our goddamn Facebook and there's like nothing page, there. and there's nothing there. <laughs> you are you're gorgeous, gorgeous angels. I love you all. <laughs> Eventually, we'll have some shit up there. But not you right can, now. You
0: can sniff us out at Facebook.com slash Dave's I Know. You can find us on, uh, well, you're listening to the podcast. You know where you can find us. Uh, you can find uh, Texas Zeller at Texas Zeller, Z-E-L-L-E-R. And you can find me, David Martin, at... Offensive underscore loons. We just reported a podcast. I think we did it.
1: We are the Daves. You know this. to try and work it out because <laughs> we both
0: know we can't do nothing. Uh, we, we do our thing, son. Long as you do yours, land here, become flea, con.
1: Yeah. Uh, we we yeah. do our thing, son. Do the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, Do it. Do it. We, 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 do, it. Uh, we do our thing,
0: son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we, we do our thing, son. I, son. I can't I can't nothing. Nothing no, we
1: can't do nothing at all. Yeah, I know we can't do nothing at all.
0: Nah, yo, I can't yeah. do nothing. Yeah. All right, what's going on? This is David Martin
1: with 93X, the fucking radio station. <laughs> check, check, check. Tom Bernard here. Two Tom, <laughs> Tom bernard things. Being a fucking douchebag. <laughs> bernard. <laughs> this... I, I lived on the north side. I, um, I know black people. I'm Patrick, rah, 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 I'm Patrick rah, rah, rah. Royce. <laughs>